This week's reading tells the story, not only of chaos, but of clarity, of fear as well as faith, and of the reminder that Jesus is with us in the boat. Let us open our hearts and minds to hear the good news that God is still speaking, still working in our world, and still calming our deepest fears. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. He said to them, why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, who then is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. For the good news of Jesus Christ, thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Grace and peace to you from St. John's UCC in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. It is a privilege and pleasure to be with you this morning, United Parish. We have heard the scripture from Mark 4, 35 to 41, and listened for what the Spirit is saying. Sometimes the best words are already taken, used in songs composed long ago. Blessed quietness, holy quietness, what assurance in my soul. On the stormy sea, Jesus speaks to me, and the billows cease to roll. Many Payne Ferguson wrote these words circa 1897. Born in Ireland in 1850, she immigrated to the United States and married an itinerant evangelical preacher. The only way to come would have been by boat. And crossing the Atlantic takes far longer than crossing the Sea of Galilee. The refrain of her most famous hymn is what sticks in my soul, for it echoes what we read in this text from Mark. On the stormy sea, Jesus speaks to me, and the billows cease to roll. Mark tells us that tells us that the storm comes up on the Galilee at night. 
It is fierce and ferocious, terrifying the disciples. Jesus speaks to the storm and the chaos is controlled. The wind ceases, all is calm. There have been many attempts to explain away this story, to get hung up on the logistics. But that misses the point. Remember that we are the readers of the text, not those inside it. Our gospel text speaks not only of chaos, but clarity, fear as well as faith, and the reminder that Jesus is with us in the boat. God is still speaking, still working in our world, and still calming our deepest fears. All around us, our storms and struggles, trials and tribulations. Life is hard. There are times when we wonder if God still cares. This pandemic has done its best to shake our foundations, to make us question our faith, to doubt God. We express these very questions to God. God is big enough to handle the anger, the grief, the rage that we feel. When we get in trouble is when we stop talking to God. So keep the dialogue going. Be as honest and open, as transparent as you want. God can take it. The past 16 months have been difficult in different ways. Yet God has been with us. God does not abandon us to the storms that threaten to annihilate us. As Paul testifies, nothing in life or death can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. There are stormy seas, no doubt about it. Yet Jesus is with us through it all, present with us and concerned for us, even when we do not perceive his care. The disciples exclaim that they are sinking. They really might drown. Chaos is all around. Teacher, don't you care that we are drowning? We relate to the disciples more than we might like to admit. We are the readers. We know how this story ends, but don't we sometimes wonder if Jesus is still with us, if Jesus cares whether we're perishing or that we're drowning? Those disciples are still early in their faith journey. They follow Jesus, but aren't yet certain just who he is. Our faith journey is not a linear path. We too find ourselves in need of clarity from the chaos that surrounds us. The Psalms are such good resources for us, especially the Psalms of Lament. Something has gone wrong. Something is not right. The psalmist cries out to God for help. And then there is the most wonderful move to an expression of trust. It's an acknowledgement that God is God and that we trust that God is or will be at work in this situation, these circumstances, and God will do something about it. God will answer our petition. The disciples are familiar with the sacred texts, what they are lacking is the knowledge that Jesus has authority over the forces of chaos.
Jesus calms the storm, and they gain a little clarity. Following Jesus invites us to go deeper, to journey with him into unknown territory. That is what the disciples are just beginning to understand. And God is still speaking, still working in our world, and still calming our deepest fears. One image of the church universal is as a storm-tossed boat with a cross for a mast. It's a good image. It's a lasting illustration. There are times of persecution and distress and struggle. We experience them as the larger body as well as as faith communities and individuals. Charles B. Cusar writes that we see in the story not only the presence of Jesus, who shares our predicament amid the storms of life, but also the power of Jesus, who can do something about the storms. We need both the presence and the power of Jesus. It is more than a coping strategy that Jesus offers. It is salvation. Jesus has authority over all the powers of this world that would hold us hostage and harden our hearts. Jesus has power over the forces of chaos and confusion. Jesus has power over evil. Jesus has power over death. We keep learning who Jesus is and what it means to follow him. This includes discernment about how we are to be the church now, the church of the future. What kind of difference can we make in our community? Where is God calling us to go? Whom is God calling us to serve? One of the things that sometimes gets overlooked when we talk about this familiar story is that Jesus is crossing over the Sea of Galilee into Gentile territory. He is taking the message to new places and to unfamiliar faces. Theologian Beverly Zink Sawyer reminds us that the gospel Jesus proclaims and demonstrates represents good news for all, transcending the human characteristics we use to separate ourselves from others. It's a reminder that the gospel is offered to more than just us. And it prompts some questions. Who are the strangers and those we have neglected? To whom have we failed to extend hospitality and welcome? Who are the people on the other side of the storm that we have yet to meet? We do not ask these questions to make ourselves feel bad but rather to inspire us to reach out to our community, to listen and learn, to not assume, but to be curious and thoughtful and kind. We might be stretched beyond our comfort zones. That's okay. So were the disciples. So were the followers in the early church. Yet God is still speaking still working in our world, and still calming our deepest fears. What do you fear? What are the contemporary wind and waves 
that scare you. Theologian Michael L. Linval describes it like this. We fear disapproval, rejection, failure, meaningless, illness, and of course, death. Our own death, the death of those we love, and the potential demise of the congregations we cherish. The past 16 months have stretched us, pushed and provoked us, and challenged us more than we could have ever anticipated. It has been one heck of a stormy sea. Yet as Linval puts it, even though there are real and fearsome things in this life, they need not paralyze us. They need not have dominion over us. They need not own us because we are not alone in the boat. In the midst of chaos comes clarity, clarity about who Jesus is and clarity about what we need. In the midst of fear, there is faith. Jesus is with us in the boat. This has been a message that I have held on to during some of the most painful experiences of my life, that I am not alone. God is with me. My fear and my grief are real, but my faith carries me through. The calming, healing power of Jesus becomes clear, as does our need for it. Jesus' true identity is revealed as he controls the chaos and calms the storm, powers that only God has, powers that Jesus has as Lord. Amidst the noise and chaos of our lives and our world, God's all-powerful word is still spoken. God's word still destroys the forces that threaten to do us harm and still calms our deepest fears. This is good news indeed. We are setting sail into uncharted territory, but we do not go alone. Christ goes with us, before us, behind us, below us, above us, and within us. We persist, and we pivot, and we practice patience, knowing that Jesus is with us in the boat, and Jesus is with us when we get to the other side. For God is still speaking, still working in our world, and still calming our deepest fears. Thanks be to God. Amen.